Hello, welcome to NC Asian American Ministries podcast. My name is Sammy Ju, your host. We've been going through the series called The Disciple. First week, we learned about how to obey Jesus' Great Commission. True disciples are the ones who obey Jesus' Great Commission. And a second, true disciples are the ones who prepare for Jesus' return. And the third week, we learned that G- uh, true disciples are the ones who grow to the Jesus' fullness. And the last week, we learned that true disciples are the ones who give it all to Jesus Christ. And today is the last one for disciple. Who are the disciple? This is the fundamental question. But the more important question is, how can you become true disciple of Jesus Christ? And today, I want us to talk about that. This is the first starting point of how you can become one who follows Jesus Christ as disciple. The bottom line question is this, true disciples are the ones who accept Jesus's invitation. So that's how you start. That's how you become disciples of Christ Jesus. But what does that really mean? How can you accept Jesus' invitation? So let's look at Luke chapter 14, verses 15 through 17. When one of those at the table with him heard this, he said to Jesus, Blessed is the one who will eat at the feast in the kingdom of God. Jesus replied, A certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, Come, for everything is now ready. Now, how many of you like party or feast? Well, some of you might love it, right? You love lots of people gathering together for meal and you love conversation. You can spend the whole night just to be uh, with them and hang out, hang out with them. But for me, I'm an introverted person. So to be honest with you, I don't like to be in the big gathering or banquet or feast. So if there's anything like that, I would um, try to refuse the invitation. But it, in my mind, I'm like, you know, I don't know how to interact with people when I'm surrounded by so many people and I feel a little awkward and if they ask me to dance and you know I suck at dancing so I don't want to show people that how horrible you know a dancer I am so I have so many reasons not to go there however we see the banquet here in this today today's passage and then the uh, the the one who um, hosted this banquet was inviting people so that's the context but we need to look at more uh, deeply what's happening here now in verse 15 it says one of those one of those at the table with him with Jesus heard this he said to Jesus blessed is the one who will eat at the feast in the kingdom of God okay so wow i mean this feast this dinner and this banquet is pretty good but you know if we have a banquet or deep big dinner in the kingdom it will be so awesome that's what he was saying then jesus is replying here in, and Jesus using parable to to really experience what the kingdom of God and what the banquet in the kingdom of God is like. And then there is definitely an invitation. But here's the problem. Not many of them accepted the invitation. So let's look at the uh, those f- uh, verses f- 16 and 17 again. A certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. So it was not just a, a normal banquet, but it was a huge banquet. Now we need to look at the historical uh, the context. In, in ancient Jewish culture, 
banquet or hosting meal was a big deal. Now, even in some of our culture,、uh, you know, when you have a banquet or a big party, everyone in the town should participate in. Right, everyone is invited, and they must come. No matter how busy they are, you know they have to come. Why? Because this is a the most important event in that town. Now these days, you know everyone is busy, and then we see the、uh, banquet here and there. So whenever we get the invitation, we're like, oh, okay, this is just another banquet, and you know I have my business, and I have my own work, and I have my own life. So you know I don't have to go there. This is how we normally think. But even when I was growing up, you know we had so many parties in town, and it doesn't matter whether I liked it or not, whether I'm introverted or extrovert, I had to go there. No exception. Likewise, in the ancient Israel, there was the whenever this this type of banquet was held, you have to be there. So invitation was given, as you can see in this passage, in verse seventeen. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, "Come, for everything is now ready." So everything is ready. All you need to do is just come and enjoy the banquet. So how cool is that? However, the rest of the story tells that there are three types of excuses, and these were the、uh, invitees. They received the invitation from the host, but the first one, first person, says, "Well, I brought the land. I brought a property, so I have to check it out." And the second person says, "I have five oxen, so I have to check them out." And the third person, third person says, "I have been married, so I cannot go." So these three particular people were making excuses why they cannot participate in, why they cannot join or accept the invitation to join the、uh, the banquet. You know, think about this: having a land that was a huge deal at that time, right? And then having an oxen, of course, oxen at that time was like the、uh, the source of income. If you don't have an oxen, you cannot work. So that you will be poor, but when you have five oxen, that means you have so many things to do with those oxen for your work.、And、then you've been married, of course. Marriage is a huge blessing, right? So you have a family to take care of. So the first one, like having a land, is like the. Having a place, the house. I have my house, and I have to live, and I have to take care of my house. And having an oxen is like a work. You have a work to do, right? And having a married, meaning that you have a relationship that you have to take care of. So all these are pretty good, decent reasons. You know, there's no ill motivation, or you know, there's no、uh, evil in it. However, because of that. They refused invitation to the most important event, which is the banquet, the great banquet. This host was giving. Now, the、uh, the original language, all these three excuses were used as a、uh, present perfect, meaning that I have had this land, I have had these oxen, I have married to my wife. Meaning that at some point in the in the past, you began to、uh, have these three things, and you still have these three things. Meaning that you are still holding on to these three things, right? I still have 
these things land and oxen and my family in my pocket so that I need to take care of them. I cannot go to your party. What does that really mean? Meaning that what I have in my pocket is much more important than your party. Okay, your banquet is lesser value, has less lesser value than what I have in me. And then they refused it, refused it. So this host, the man who uh, hosted this this event, was angry. And then they told his servants, and he told his servants, and saying, "Okay, go out on the street, and then bring uh, the poor people, crippled and blind and lame." And then compel them to come fill my place, fill my party. Okay, what well, isn't that interesting? The first people who are invited, um, this host sent invitation, but they all refused it. But now, when they are uh, asking these people out there in the street, he did not even send the invitation. He just bring them right. He compels them to come to the party. But here's the most most uh, more important. Truth about this: What kind of people are they? The poor, crippled, lame, and the blind? They do not have much of possession. They don't really have things in their pocket. They're needy, okay? And then they are outcast. Not many people pay attention to these type of people. They don't have oxen in their pocket. They don't have houses or land to live. Probably many of them are singles. They have. They could not. Even though they wanted to get married, but probably the 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 ladies did not really want to get married to this、uh, needy people. So they must be very lonely people. But they are the ones who were brought to the party, and then they joined, they accepted, and then they enjoyed this feast together. Now this is just like a story, right? But Jesus used this parable to show us how important it is to accept invitation from Jesus Christ. Now, number one, the kingdom of God is like the great feast. Okay, and then it's not just the feast, but this is the wonderful feast, the most beautiful and the most abound ab ab abounding、uh, the place, the、uh, with the、uh, filled with the glory of God. So that is the great kingdom of God. And then he did not stop there. He sent. Invitation to people, meaning that God wants to invite His children to His feast, and then everything is ready, right? That is the kingdom of God. We don't really have to do anything. We don't have to build a a dinner table. We do not have to bring food. This is not a potluck, okay? This is everything hundred percent done by God. God prepared everything for us. So all we need to do is to accept the invitation. We just need to come there. Right, and、uh, the gospel is the the picture of the great kingdom of God. Gospel is the message of the kingdom of God. Jesus did everything for us. You know, God so loved the world that He sent His only Son for what to die for our sins. When Jesus took our sins, all of our sins, and when He died on the cross, this is what He said: "It is finished." The all the requirement of the law was accomplished, was met through Jesus's perfect obedience and through Jesus's perfect sacrifice. When God sees His sacrifice, He, Jesus, God, perfectly forgives our sin when we put our faith in Him. 
So everything is done. And Jesus victoriously conquered the death and he rose from the dead and he defeated, defeated the power of Satan who was holding the holding account holding and accusing us for our sin but that satan is defeated forever because of jesus's victorious conquering the death and sin so jesus did it all he did it all he prepared everything everything is ready so what we need to do is to come and get it and accept invitation from Jesus Christ. Jesus is calling us. Jesus is calling his people to come. But here is the problem. A lot of people make excuses. I have land. I have my house to take care of. You know, I have my work. I'm busy. You know, uh, I work like 50 hours, 60 hours every week. And then I have to test this out. You know, I, I got just uh, promoted to this new position and I'm very excited about it. You know, I don't really have time to believe in Jesus Christ. I don't really have time to follow Jesus. Okay, it looks good and maybe sometime later, but not now. You know, I have my family. I just got married and, you know, I just have child was born and I have so many things to take care of for my family. Isn't this something that you um, make as an excuse not to follow Jesus? Aren't you familiar with those excuses? Because this is just a day-to-day -day things that we deal with, right? We have we need to take care of our house, we need to take care of our work, and yes, of course, we need to take care of our children, our family members. God never said you should not take care of all of them. But because of these things, we the problem is this: we think we value our place, our work, our relationship more than God's kingdom, more than the gospel, more than Jesus Christ himself. That is the problem. And we that's why we refuse, declined to participate and join or accept Jesus's invitation. Now, if you refuse Jesus's invitation, you cannot become his disciple, period. Now, look at the uh, how 12 disciples follow Jesus. They had their own job. Imagine that Peter was a fisherman fisherman job is a job and of, of course you know he had um relationship that he had to take care of he has his he had his father and and uh, probably he had a wife and maybe children but when jesus called him like come and follow me i'll make you a fishers of men what happened he left everything to follow jesus but not just him but other 11 also left everything to follow jesus and this is the first step to become disciples of Jesus Christ. Jesus is calling you. And he is saying, I've done everything for you. Everything is ready. I died for you. And I rose from the dead for you. All you need to do is to lay everything you have and follow me. So what are you going to do? Are you going to accept his invitation? Or are you going to nicely refuse or decline his invitation? We're here to follow Jesus Christ. We need to lay down everything. You know, last week we learned about giving it all to Jesus Christ. There are so many people at the time who gave a lot, but they left more because they trusted all those things more than God himself. But there is a poor widow who gave all she had. She had only two lepta, very small amount of money, two copper coins, it was nothing to world's worldly eyes. 
However, it was everything that she had. She gave it all to because she loved Jesus Christ more than any other things. And this is something that we need to do as disciples of Jesus Christ. Christ prepared everything. He gave us the invitation. And we need to lay down everything that we have because Jesus is much more valuable than whatever we have. He has more value. We need to lay down all these lesser valuable things and follow Jesus Christ. But if we hold on to what we have in our pocket, then we will never be able to accept Jesus' invitation. We must become like the poor, crippled, the blind, and the lame. And we are, spiritually speaking, we are crippled because of sin. And we are slave because of our sin. So we are needy. We are desperate. We need a Savior. We need the Lord. So we need to recognize who we are and humbly come to Jesus' feast, the kingdom of God. Accept the gospel message of Jesus Christ. Now, when you share the gospel, you see people, some people accept Jesus. Some people do not accept Jesus. But those people who are not accepting Jesus Christ, you know, they may have some questions about the gospel message and whatnot. However, many times they just are not ready to follow Jesus right now. Why are they not? Why aren't they ready? because of their workplaces and relationships. They value those things more than Jesus Christ. So they decline. They decline and they refuse to accept Jesus. How sad it is. We need to act now. If you are not Christ to follow yet, you need to accept Jesus now. Accept his invitation. Come and join this banquet that he prepared this is the greatest banquet ever that you should not, you must not decline. Okay, so follow Jesus, accept his invitation. And that is the first step to become his disciple. And when you become his disciple, obey his great commission. Go and make disciples of all nations and prepare for his return. Jesus is coming back, sure. So you need to prepare. But until he comes, until you go to him, you need to grow to the fullness of Christ Jesus. You know, this walk, this journey with Christ Jesus is an amazing journey that you are not staying still. You are to grow to the measure of fullness of Christ Jesus. Lastly, you need to give it all to follow Jesus. You cannot hide some things back of your mind, but you need to humbly submit to him, surrender to him, and give it all to him to follow Jesus alone. So let's become true disciples of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for the invitation, for the great banquet that you have already prepared for us. That is the greatest banquet that we ever, we never had tasted. But Father, please forgive us because many times we give excuses. Many times we don't even know how valuable your banquet is, but we just see, seek our own banquet our own stuff in our in our pocket, our property, our relationship, and our work. But Father, please forgive us and please change our minds and uh, change our perspective to see the value of your banquet. And then we'll, we'll uh, lay down all the lesser valuable things and accept your invitation right away, right now. Father, please help us to become your disciple. 
for your kingdom, Lord. We thank you, praise you in Jesus' holy name. I pray it. Amen.